genre. Hello and welcome to Lord of the Rings Minute, the daily podcast where we analyze the movie, The Fellowship of the Ring, one awkward glance at a time. I'm Norman Mitchell. Part two. Part two. (laughs) (laughs) I'm Cassandra Fredrickson. And today we're going to be talking about Minute 121, which starts with Gandalf trying another spell to open the doors of Durin and ends with Sam very, very sadly saying, bye-bye, Bill. Aww. So... This is this is the last we're going to see of Bill the Pony no. is this week. Uh, we're no longer going to gone be... Gone too soon. Gone too soon. Barely in this movie. <laughs> the, the, three, the three individuals who played Bill the Pony are barely in this movie. <laughs> Two men and a pony played a horse. Two men and a pony. God, that sounds awful. It, it really kind of does. <laughs> So this minute really makes me laugh, pulled out of context, especially watching it because of Gandalf just pushing on these magically sealed password coded stone doors. Oh, yeah. He like gets he, so he, frustrated. He open them. And he just starts shoving. Just, just starts uh, grunting and pushing. Yeah. Like ramming his shoulder into these stone doors. While everyone is giving him these weird looks. Just... I also love that it's Pippin the one who state is the one who states the obvious, but he's talking to Legolas. Like Legolas looks down at Pippin, and Pippin's like, "Oh, nothing's happened." <laughs> but Legolas oh, is our like Captain Obvious person, so I like that he's still involved in stating the obvious. But instead of doing the stating, he's being stated at, stated at, <laughs> being being stated at. <laughs> instead of the active. Uh, obviousness. He's right. receiving some passive obviousness. Right, because because uh, like two weeks ago, he was the one that was just like, "Everyone, look, birds." Right. He like just there's a foul voice on the air. Like we know, Legolas. <laughs> we know. Have you not heard what Lord Elrond has said? <laughs> oh man, I saw I saw a post online talking about this moment in the books mm-hmm. uh, that really made me chuckle. I read this to you the other day. Someone posting about how. They think this scene is so funny because everyone's just like, oh, it's this riddle in Elvish. And when someone eventually does ask, like, you know, what's the what's the Elvish word for oh, friend? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just like Legolas stands there silently, not saying a thing. <laughs> Captain Obvious himself just waits for everyone else to suss it out. And I think that's amazing. I think I only bring really that up funny. now because I saw it like literally a couple days ago. Yeah. And I think it's really funny. Well, they make a good point because it's like, well, I mean, what dialect of what language of what era? <laughs> there like... are literally a dozen elvish languages. <laughs> <laughs> what do you expect of me? This is this is like asking it'd be like asking someone who speaks like modern day Italian. Hey, what's this Latin phrase? Well, no, I think it would be more akin to how do you say X, Y, Z in Chinese? Uh, like what what language like there are hundreds of languages spoken in china (laughs) right i mean i was just equating it to like the dead language idea yeah yeah yeah. 
because this is like an ancient form of Elvish, and but there are modern Elvish descended from it. Right. Because <laughs> the, quote, modern Elvish is primarily Sindarin, but there are older elves that yeah. probably still speak, um, like, Quenya and stuff. Yeah, and, uh, oh, I can't remember the names of some of the other ones. What is it, Noldorin? Yeah, or Noldorin. Noldorin. Um, El Elderin? Eldar? Something. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of names for Elvish languages and Elvish peoples, and uh, we're slowly making our way through the Silmarillion now yeah. for our weekend editions. So, I mean, this comes out much later than that was published because scheduling. But yes, <laughs> but we are we're we're working through that on our weekend editions now, bit by bit, not all at once. That is a task. It's like once a month. Yeah, once a month. We'll talk about some Silmarillion stuff. It's a fun time learning the history of the elves. I just, oh my god. Poor Pippin! And then Gandalf is on Pippin's ass about just like, well, what are you going to do? Like, uh, he, he, he... This isn't as bad as what happens in a couple weeks. Right. Well, we will talk about that, but like, Gandalf's like, Gandalf is no chill right now. None. Zero. Poor Pippin. Pippin <laughs> Pippin's just um, asking the real I'll questions. Bash your head against these stone walls, and it's so thick that it should shatter them, and if that doesn't work... Oh, poor, man. poor Pippin. You know, Pippin would be a good journalist. He just wants to get to the meat of things. He he's asking the real questions. It's just like, what are we going to do? And everyone else is we like, we just sent the pony man. away. Yeah, everyone else is like, sending the pony oh, away. Sorry, Gandalf. You're so grumpy at your own impotence I here. Oh, oh my god. He's so upset. Like nobody says anything. <laughs> Everyone's just kind of looking at him. Like. It's like being on a road trip with your family, and then, like, you ask your dad, are we there yet for the hundredth time? And he just snaps, and he's like, so help me, I will turn this car around. Don't and make no me reach back there. <laughs> Nobody says anything. For, like, the next, like, solid 20 seconds, like, no <laughs> one speaks. It's just, well, he's just... Poor push. Pippin! Pippin always gets the short end of the stick. I mean, he is a hobbit. Oh, I knew, I knew it. I knew it. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> well, he ends up growing a few inches by the end of it, so. Ha. I think it's a slightly taller end of the stick. So now he's the tallest hobbit. He and Mary are like the tallest hobbits in the Shire by the end of this. Right. But that is like three years from now. So. <laughs> <laughs> very, very many episodes. Many, just, many minutes. We'll talk about this more. We'll talk about the Pippin and Gandalf stuff more in a couple of weeks uh once we're inside moria but i just feel bad for pippin because gandalf just like focuses in like hyper focuses so much on pippin sometimes yeah well i the thing is though that we need all these like snappy gandalf pippin moments to make the growth of pippin in the third movie with uh, the second and third movie like with gandalf matter yeah like it gives it more weight if it starts off this way so that's why like they really go out of their way in the movie to make the snaps like that's so really go i tried to snap like between them not directly <laughs> in one because i talk with my hands oh, i know i was just like oh god that's gonna be terrible to edit but <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> i i don't know just leave Pippin alone. Just pick on Mary for once. 
Mary does stuff too. Yeah, but he mostly keeps his mouth shut. <laughs> Sometimes. I mean, yeah, Pippin is probably the the more careless of the two. Like, going back to Bree, he's the one who kind of spills the beans about Frodo. But after Frodo explicitly told him not to. <laughs> right, what, what are... I don't think Mary has any, like, glaring mistakes in these movies. It's always, it's like, always just gets shoved on Pippin. Well, he's the one who's telling Pippin he which firework Pippin. to grab. Yeah! Pippin takes the fall for Mary so many times. Like, Mary instigates Pippin, but he's not the, uh, he's not the actor. And Mary is older, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Poor Pippin. They're both supposed to be quite young in this movie, though. Poor Pippin. Leave him alone. Yeah, in the movie, I think Mary, in the book, I mean, I think Mary is older than Pippin by like eight years or something like that. I think so. Maybe even a little more. Um, it's hard to keep track of everybody's ages from book to movie to everything else. I just feel so bad for Pippin. I know. I'm going to use you as a battering ram up against this mountain. That sucks. Yeah, man. I mean, that's not as bad as what Chill he says later. out. That's not as bad as in a couple weeks. Chill out. Like, I don't know. Gandalf taking the grumpy old wizard thing to an extreme. I mean, this is like your party wizard being like, all right, guys, I got this. I'm going to disintegrate this wall. And then it's just like, nothing, nothing's. What are you doing, man? Yeah. And then he just like flips his lid. Yeah. And everyone's very quiet because they're like, I'm pretty sure that if he wanted to, he could kill us. Yeah. Like fireball the whole party. I'm just not going to say anything. (laughs) We're just going to. I'm just gonna let that go. Gandalf is no chill. I'm not here for it. <laughs> and then Aragorn and Sam have their cute little oh, moment with Bill. I know. He's a he's a wise beast, Sam. He knows the way home. So this is letting go of Bill is different in the books, primarily because they are being chased by wolves at this point. Yeah. So there are there are wolves howling all around. When Gandalf and Sam have their conversation about having to let Bill go. And Sam is just like, but the wolves are going to eat him. Letting him go is tantamount to murdering him. Yeah. And Gandalf seemingly casts like a protection spell on Bill is the way I've always kind of taken that. Mm -hmm. You know, may go with words of guard and guiding on you. You are a wise beast. You've learned much in Elrond's house in Rivendell. Make your way back to Elrond's house or wherever you may go. Yeah. And like there, he he'll be fine, Sam. And it's hard to tell like whether or not that's supposed to be like Gandalf just straight up lying to Sam or his Gamgee. He's lying to Sam. I think he's trying to do his best. I like book Gandalf in this scene more than movie Gandalf. Movie Gandalf's grumpy. Movie Gandalf is so grumpy. And yes, book Grand Gandalf is very grumpy at but, times. But not but here. No. Um and this is also extended uh, in this in this movie. This is a longer cut than what's in the mm, theatrical. That makes sense. Uh, to show more frustration from everybody about yeah. what's going on. Well, I mean, they just climbed up halfway up a mountain, got snowed on, got avalanched on, and then had to go down the mountain. Climb back down. Go around the and then go find Moria. Yep. So I'd be grumpy too. Yeah. But I wouldn't say to the youngest member of my party, go bash your head up against a mountain. Right. (laughs) (laughs) 
I like that he mentions here that he used to know the the all the spells and the, the tongues of men, elves, and orcs. Mm-hmm. That's a nice little touch. It's a quote from the book. Um, but going back to Sam, I don't think he's lying to Sam because the line is, he will have quite as much chance of escaping wolves and getting home as we have, which you can take either way. That's kind of like a black humor, like, ha we're all going to die. Or it's, a we'll escape and overcome and we'll get home. So And we'll see Bill when we do. Yeah. And then, and then Bill has a seemingly understanding what's happening, says goodbye to Sam. He nuzzles up to his ear. And then Sam just starts crying. Poor Sam. He loves that pony. Oh. Bill's such a good pony. He's been with them for a while. I don't know. Animals are very intuitive. Yeah. Like. Bill will make it home. Yeah. I mean, there are there are dumber creatures. Cows, for instance. <laughs> If you let a cow loose, you'd be dead. You'd just walk right up to the wolves. Well, domestic cow's pretty dumb. Yeah. Like a like a wild bull or like something. Domestic is... sheep are pretty dumb, too. But nothing is as bad as the domestic turkey. Oh, my God. Walk up to a fence and gobble, 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 and it'll walk right up to you. <laughs> or, like, looking up at the, the sky when it's raining and just drowning because it won't shut its mouth. Like, so stupid. So oh, stupid. turkeys. <laughs> uh, turkeys. Benjamin Franklin was wrong. I'm sure turkeys were not that stupid when Benjamin Franklin was alive. I don't know, man. I have a hard time believing that. <laughs> How much smarter have people gotten? Well, I mean, the advances in domestication and breeding of animals. Like, turkeys are bred to be eaten. They're stupid. They're fat. They can't even make babies by themselves. <laughs> so I'm pretty sure that like a, like a wild turkey knows what's up. Have you ever encountered like a wild turkey in the... Yeah, they're scary. They're big. Yeah. But they, they, they're not stupid. I'm afraid of just about any wild large bird that I find. <laughs> it's just not a fun encounter. You can fly. You got sharp claws on the end of your feet and a sharp beak. I don't want any of this. Like turkeys were bred for food, but they it it wasn't like an an industry. Right. And horses are smart because they're bred to do tasks. Right. Horses are smart because they are meant to be. I don't know. They horses run fast. Two. <laughs> Can you imagine wolves chasing a turkey? <laughs> like. Oh man. I don't know. Now I'm just picturing like big sweeping scenes filmed by Peter Jackson of like Bill running away from wolves. Oh my god. It'll be sweeping like sweeping beautiful landscape shots with like a pony running away from a it's, wolf. It's like part warhorse, part like spirit stallion of the Cimarron. <laughs> oh my god. Oh man. Oh, That'd be man. marvelous. Cut it, print it, show it right. to me. I would watch that movie. Right? Man. Just like Bill's journey. It's like homeward bound, but with Bill the <gasps> pony. Don't you dare. How dare you? No. Oh. Homeward bound. How dare you? Yeah, only instead of, like, heading to a little suburban home, he's headed back to Rivendell. Oh, my God. Why would you even remind me of that movie? I love that That movie. That scarred my childhood. But that's just what I'm picturing now. He he finds a couple of other animal friends oh along God, the way. Oh my God, with the old, 
the old um golden retriever. Oh, I hate you. <laughs> no. <laughs> I love animals. Why me would too. you do that to me? <laughs> I love animals too. Bill's gonna be fine. He'll make it home. Oh my god. Bill's oh. gonna make it home. I'm so sad. Wrap up this episode so I can go cry about animals. So you can find <laughs> us on DuelingGenre.com. And you can also, if you are so inclined, support us on Patreon. You'll gain access to weekend editions, not just of our show, but of all of the uh, the Dueling Genre. Uh, not Harry Potter. Not Harry Potter that. Minute. They have their own Patreon weekend editions. You should support them too. They're great. Uh, as always, a special thanks to our Patreon associate producers, Leaper182 and Ed Foster. Hope everyone has a great Monday, and we'll see you all tomorrow.